I think video is basically becoming probably the most important platform to showcase products or showcase services. YouTube is the second biggest search engine. So if you're selling a product, chances are someone's going to go on YouTube and try and find a video of what that product looks like or what it were, how it works. But what you've got to realize is people come to our channel through search terms, but they stay for the personalities. So what is the difference between I'm going to give you the 10 minute view or I'm going to give another channel a 10 minute view, but I've searched for the same thing. It's going to be down to the personality. Hello and welcome to episode eight of the Grow Your Business with Video podcast. Just like last time, we're going to get straight into the episode because it's a meaty one. I am joined by another special guest. This is Lee Glynn, and he is sharing a lot of tips and insights on YouTube. If you want to jump to a particular section, then check out the description of this episode where you can find the timestamps. So if you want to listen to it in a couple of sittings, it's nice and easy for you to do so. This is just one of the tips that Lee has shared, and I decided to put it straight into practice. So anyway, without further ado, let's dive into it. So my guest today is nothing short of a YouTube and marketing whiz. He's digital content manager for the UK's largest musical instrument retailer and over the past few years has been instrumental in growing the brand's YouTube channel massively. Uh, here's some statistics for you about said channel. 100 million plus views in total, more than 150,000 subscribers and the highest video view count as of today, although it's probably gone up since uh, since recording this, is 1.6 million views. Uh, and Lee's been instrumental in, in helping achieve those statistics. I work with him very closely to create engaging video content all the time for this brand. Uh, and even though we are in different corners of the country, we speak all of the time. He's a super nice guy and he makes great tacos as well. So welcome to the show, no, Lee Glynn. Thank you very much, Alex. You're too kind. Calling me a marketing whiz. Very <laughs> kind of you. Thank you. No, Thank you, you very much. You are. You are. I mean, um, we'll we'll delve into some of the details about uh, perhaps some of the things that you helped achieve and some of the things that you do day to day, and that you're continuing to do now um, in lockdown because we're still in in lockdown at the moment. But um, first off, would you mind just uh, telling the listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do and and what you're all about? Sure. So obviously, as you said, um, I am the digital content manager for PMP. And so with that, I'm basically in charge of the blog and the YouTube strategy. Uh, so which involves coming up with uh, how to guides, um, you know, best of lists, etc. like that, talking about content uh, that the people in the music industry, uh, sorry, in the music industry, in the music retail world and shoppers looking for products uh that they want to read about basically so you know that could be as simple as how to change a guitar string or it could be the differences between tube and solid state amplifiers or it could be keyboard dj you name it all that you know any anything in the music in the music retail world that we that the company that i work for sells so so it sounds like this well i say it sounds like i mean obviously i know because i help create this as well but for the listeners uh perspective it sounds like there's quite a few different types of content that you uh that that we create and that you think is obviously important in terms for in terms of like a, a marketing perspective i think a lot of people uh, struggle perhaps to get their heads at first around the idea of like 
you know, if I want to sell stuff, ultimately, if that's the end goal, why should I be making content that doesn't necessarily sell it? Like, like front and, and, and foremost, if that makes sense. Like, if you're making yeah, like tutorial stuff or maybe, um, I mean, buying guys is a bit more um, direct, I suppose. But what's your kind of take on making content that doesn't necessarily say, you know, come here and buy this, but still leads people ultimately in that kind of direction? I understand. I suppose it's a, a good way to touch on that is to touch on a kind of a little bit of my journey of how I ended up managing YouTube channels. So when I first worked for another music retailer, Dawson's, and they had a, a YouTube channel, which was, which was doing quite well. It was it had a modest following, but it had an excellent, um, under the excellent leadership of the, the, the managers there. And also we had uh, an excellent um, product demonstrator with Lee Race. And we were talking about, uh, so we were just, just reviewing products. That was all it was, just reviewing products. And then at that point, there was after a little while, we were we were getting the views in. We were we were doing well, uh, but we we weren't breaking that glass ceiling. We weren't moving to the next level. So there was a discussion between myself uh, and Lee and a few of the team there uh, about how about we start answering questions, uh, most common questions that uh, people were coming into stores and asking, or you know, tips on how to how to get a better sound out of their guitar. So for someone who at that point had absolutely no experience with YouTube, I was like, right, let's do it. And luckily in all the places that I've worked in, um, including this one, uh, my bosses have been great and they've just said, yeah, go for it. Let's, let's just try any ideas. So the key thing we were doing there was we, there was never a super salesy angle. So I, I suppose the first thing that you want to do when you create a YouTube video is you want to, you want to establish that you're there to provide useful content and, uh, you're there to provide value for people. And that doesn't matter what it is, what you're selling. It could be musical instruments. It could be um, dog shampoo. So basically, the way we get around it is there's never a hard sell. In any of the videos that we do, there's never a hard sell. Of course, we do stuff where there's like there might be sales or uh, promotions. But we're talking about if we're demonstrating something, we're demonstrating the value of that that product, whether it's a guitar, a bass, a DJ um, controller, and we're answering some common questions or showing people some hints and tips and tricks on how to use it a little bit better. So we're giving people a little bit more value than just, this is what this is, go and buy it. Because mm. no one, anyone anyone can make that content. I suppose the the key thing that you want to do when you want to, when you, create content on YouTube is you want to add value. Like I spend a lot of my time, I'm a dad. I spend a lot of my time. Um, well, not a lot of my time. Um, I spend some of my time on YouTube finding out how to put a cot together because the instructions aren't right. So I want to go on YouTube and, uh, I'll find, uh, you know, find the instructions and it'll add value because it's like, right. Okay. This is how you do it. Uh, and there's never a hard sell. And that's the kind of content that I want to watch. So yeah. I suppose I suppose the, the big thing is as long as you're adding value uh, and you're adding something interesting, you're going to retain people's interest, and also you're going to encourage people to stick with your channel and watch more. Uh, this something like seventy percent of all videos are watched because of the recommended feature on YouTube. Mm. So that's something we can touch on as well a little bit later. But um, you also want to. You also want to join a conversation. If there's a conversation out there happening about um, ACDC do, not touring or touring, 
you want to, and you're a massive fan of ACDC and your channel's based on music, uh, you could go out and you could create an ACDC video or five things you didn't know about ACDC. And then you'll join that conversation and therefore add value. And in that, you could be like, you could be selling t-shirts and you could be like, well, I've made this ACDC t-shirt. No, I'm not saying you go and create copyrighted material, but you could be, I've made this ACDC inspired t-shirt uh, and I'm wearing it. And you just touch on that briefly, but then you get back to the facts. So there's a way to sell things or to get a product across without ramming it, ramming it down people's throats. Yeah, definitely. I think that's awesome, man. Um, thanks for sharing that. A, lo- a lot of good points that you touched on that, yeah, I think we can definitely delve into it a bit deeper, um, especially the YouTube side of things, which is th- which is one of the main reasons that I wanted to get you on the show, because um, you have such a, a wealth of experience and, and knowledge on that platform. And I think for a lot of people, it's an area that they would like to get into more and, you know, not everyone is perhaps aiming for like the, you know, millions of views and the, the whole viral thing or to do it full time. But I think for a lot of people, it's something that they they want to do more of, but they're not really sure how, because it's quite a daunting platform now because um, it's changed sure. a lot over the years. And, you know, like I kind of alluded to there, I guess a lot of people on there are now that's their full time gig. They, they are YouTubers and that's like a thing that didn't exist a few years ago. Um, but I still think that if you're, perhaps not aiming quite as as high as that for a business of any description it's still going to be a useful platform to to get into so i'd love to um to get your thoughts on that i think before that um i'd be keen to hear about what you think about sort of video in general but also like the the just the concept of like connecting with your audience and the importance of it i guess and kind of what your take on it is um given your journey and kind of what you do professionally, but then also like personally as well, how you connect with people. Um, yeah. What, what are your thoughts on sort of video in general and, and perhaps the people who are, uh, who haven't been using it much before would like to, do you think it's an important thing? Do you think there's, there's mileage in it? What, what's your thinking on it? I think videos basically becoming probably the most important, um, platform to showcase products or showcase services. Um, in today's day and age, if you've got a pre you're selling a product, I know, uh, well, YouTube is the second biggest search engine. So if you're selling a product, chances are someone's going to go on YouTube and try and find a video of what that product looks like or what it were, how it works. I think my advice to, um, my advice to people who haven't started out on, on, on video yet is just do it. Just get, just get going. It's, it doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to be slick. It doesn't have to be, uh, Spielberg to quote my, to quote my current boss at the moment. It doesn't have to be Spielberg, uh, levels of, of production. Um, you just have to do it. Just get out there and do it and try things. The, the, the most important thing is important thing to realize is no matter what you do, 99% of the time, someone out there wants to do it, but won't do it. So just be in that 1%, get out there and actually have a go. And if it doesn't work, that's fine. But just keep going. Don't, don't, don't stop trying. Um, I suppose one of, the, one of the key things is as long as you're cutting down on the, this, you know, Rich coming from me saying this, but cutting down on the waffle and basically getting to the point. I'll use the, I'll use the analogy of uh, uh, 
dog shampoo again. Uh, so you're selling a dog shampoo service, or you might even be selling dog shampoo. Uh, let's say you're selling a, a dog grooming service. Uh, you're going to put, does that people out there who wash their own dogs with a certain type of shampoo, perhaps you could get out there and you could get five different types of dog wash and give that a go and review it over the next five, five weeks. I wouldn't suggest washing your dog five times in the row, although he or she might love that attention. <laughs> um, and then put a, put a review out there and see how it goes. Um, and then maybe that might be something that you want to go down down the route of. Like the, the most popular videos at the moment are, number one, product reviews, number two, how-to guides, and number three, blogs. So I suppose people out there, if you're worried about getting into video, I don't want you to think, okay, let's look at the, the big YouTube influencers out there at the moment and who, who do daily vlogs and who just earn loads of money from walking around the street and doing stuff and getting paid millions for it. That's not what you need to focus on. You need to focus on what you're good at. There's going to be something that you're good at or you want to talk about that you're passionate about and put that out there and people will respond to it. Mm. Uh, don't worry about what anybody else is doing in terms of producing, in terms of uh, don't try and emulate anybody. Because nobody, nobody can be you and you can't be anybody else. Yeah. So my key, my key advice there is, is just get started. Just have a go. Just do it. Like yourself, you're doing this podcast now. We're doing it. You're just getting stuck in. And make sure that you're producing evergreen content out there, that, putting evergreen content out there that people can keep using. And that's, that's how you'll get noticed. Yeah, definitely. Again, like a lot of great points touched on there. I, th- I think that's the idea, isn't it? Like, you know, YouTube started as... Uh, quite a sort of conversational almost channel and, and and somewhere where people could just upload whatever they want whatever they wanted and, and it was the, the whole idea was like oh look you are on the tube you are on the telly yeah it, it did start off as it's just a conversation thing and now it's becoming a, a platform where people can sell and promote promote um their ideas or their goods and it's, it's a really great way to to reach people um I suppose the way that we've done it is uh, in, 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 in PMT at the moment is um, we've provided people with a way to see products that they're interested in, to hear them, and also to get an honest, honest opinion on, on how they sound. If they, if they don't sound that great, here's a way that you can make them sound really great. Or you know, um, But I suppose the other thing is to think about is as well. Uh, there's a lot of honesty in our in our channel as well. Where there's a lot of lot of comedy as well, which is great. Having a little bit of personality is also also a really good thing to try and to try and add. But again, don't try and be somebody else. Just be be yourself. Um, I suppose the the success of the channel that I've worked in uh, wouldn't be anywhere without the you know the dedicated dedicated team that I work with, like such as yourself and Sam and Dave and, and Brad and everybody and everybody in my team. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, we're all pulling in the same direction, but if you're just starting out on your own, get, just get stuck in and yeah. uh, enjoy it. Totally. Yeah. Totally agree. And and thanks for the kind words. It's obviously like great, great to, to be a part of something that is, I think, like you say, the honesty element of it is quite at the forefront and I love the fact that we can put, you know, the presenters' personalities front and centre, like Dagan. Dagan's the guy I film all the time, at least when we're not in lockdown. Um, and it's 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 been really interesting and, and great to see him kind of evolve over time as well, because obviously, like, our content has kind of evolved, and then his presenting style as well. 
Um, and that's something that we've talked about a few times on the podcast already about like the sort of having confidence on camera and being um, assigning your 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 performance on camera as just that as a performance rather than just kind of uh, you know something a bit more like like a conversation you'd have with someone at the checkout like that's not what sure. we're going for we're wanting something that's a bit more engaging and interesting for people. Um, so it's, and that's like, as you say, that's something that very much is, is at the forefront of, of our channel because we've got these personalities to kind of use. And ultimately it's, it's a tool to, to use, to separate yourself out from some of the other competition out there, isn't it? Um, true. Yeah, true. I, I think, um, this is why I'm lucky to work with such a fantastic team. Um, and I, I definitely couldn't put myself in front of a video. I'm not, I'm not a particularly interesting person. But I think you are. I, That's why you're on this podcast. Well, well, thank you very much. Thank <laughs> you. But uh, I, um, we've got we've got a fantastic team, you know, uh, in front in front of the camera, behind the camera, and um, you know, everybody in the, in the marketing team and stuff who I work with as well. But I suppose one of the one of the things that I wouldn't, one of the things a lot of people think is when they start a channel, they've got to be this wacky, zany person. Now, I'm I'm not a person who creates vlogs. I'm not a create person who. Um, deals with vlog creation i create uh um like how-to guides and, and content that, that's, that's kind of useful for people i'm not saying vlogs aren't useful but, but one of the key things that you need to differentiate between i think is a lot of the time youtube is well you've got to, you've got to think youtube is a search engine so if you're putting something out there if you're putting something out there like this is a day in the life of lee glenn nobody's nobody's worried about that Nobody cares what I have to eat, okay, because I'm not a famous person. But if I'm creating a blog on top five tips on how to get noticed in YouTube, that's something people are going to search search for. Because I'd say it's something like, uh, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I know a massive proportion, probably 90%, maybe more about the, the people that come to our channel, um, come to our channel through search which is what I put so much effort into. Uh, if I create a video or if I've got a, a, a list of videos that I want created, there's a lot of research goes into that. Now I've got, got top five tips for you, for your listeners that will, um, that will help. We can, we can touch on later, which is what I'm all about adding value to people. But what you've got to realize is if you're going to put video on YouTube, by all means, just if you want to put yourself out there, um, this is how I drink coffee in the morning go for it. Okay, by, by all means, go for it. But if you want to sell something, you want to add value. So a lot of what, what you've got to realize is people come to our channel through search terms, but they stay for the personalities. So what is the difference between I'm going to give you the 10-minute view or I'm going to give another channel the 10-minute view, but I've searched for the same thing. It's going to be down to the personalities. And luckily, I work with some great personalities and all our videos look great. They've improved, but some of the top videos out there are videos just shot on phones. Like we're currently creating videos on smartphones because the cameras these days are fantastic. Um, but because we've highlighted what people are searching for, what people are interested in, and then they're staying for the likes of Dagan, you know, we're, we're great. Yeah. You know, people. So um, the other thing is to think about is you want to join conversations. Again, I said 70% of YouTube videos are watched through because of the recommended channel. If you're interested in, uh, give me a subject, Alex. Give me uh, any subject. 
Okay, so we've let's, we've let's done play a game. we've done dogs and we've done we've done dogs, we've done ACDC. All right, yeah. well, I, I mean, something I go on YouTube and watch all the time is like motorsporty stuff. So at the moment, I'm watching rallying. I'm watching like there you go rally videos. Yeah. Okay, you're watching rally videos. So growing up in Perth in Australia, I used to go to the Perth rally all the time. So I'm familiar oh, with rally, right? Not, not jealous great. in the slightest. <laughs> Getting covered in mud in the freezing cold at that time. It was it was great. There's but nothing hey, better. You, I, I, yeah, I always got a free jacket out of it because of my dad, which was nice. But, um, <laughs> Excellent. Uh, but so, okay, so you're you're interested in writing. Uh, you're interested in rally rally videos. Right? Okay, let's let's say fast cars and rallies and, and dirt and stuff like that. All that, so, yeah. What, yeah, all that stuff, all that stuff. So you want to join a conversation with rally? So basically, have a look on YouTube, see what type in rally or best rally highlights, and create your own rally highlights. See what see what's see what's being recommended to you and then join that conversation. So uh, you could look at, let's do a scenario now. So we've got, yeah, let's go with Perth rally. Perth, I don't even know if it's still going. I haven't been home in a while. Let's (laughs) go with Perth rally, type in Perth rally on YouTube, see what's being recommended to you. And then maybe you could put your top five Perth rally wins of all time. And then you can join that conversation. Mm -hmm. And then that's how, that's how your, your channel is going to end up getting noticed. Yeah, I love that. It's it's something that like I haven't really, I don't know if I, I haven't really heard it said in that way about joining the conversation. Because, but I I really like it because it's more, it's more inclusive and it's it's more just like real life, I guess, isn't it? You know, when we when we're speaking with other people, we're not just saying, we're not just giving our own opinion. It's it's like a two way street. So why, in a way, should like the communication that we that we do online? with our businesses be any different really like why should it just be i've got this stuff or like this is what i think of this um i think it's it's great to have that like inclusivity of of joining the conversation um because then everyone's everyone's a winner really aren't they well that's it but it's it's important and you and what you've got to think about as well this this is again this was something that when i was first starting out in the world of youtube i never thought about and then when i joined pmt um one of the the directors there who, I, who I'm lucky enough to work under, Carly Scott, she said, we need to start thinking about this and joining the conversation. So I went down a rabbit hole and had a look and it's paid off for us because we not only create, I'm lucky enough to be allowed to help create product reviews, but we can talk about conversational stuff and join those conversations. Like there the, the might be a conversation on 12 string guitars. There might be a conversation on, um, worst amps out there so we can join that we can figure out how to, how to join that conversation um and that kind of brings me on to uh i suppose keywords if you wanted to go down down that route if you were going to start creating youtube but i don't know how geeky you want to get well no i think that this this is something that like because personally i when i've seen keywords before like youtube keywords and i've even when i've searched it and you know immediately you get like a million tutorials about the keywords you should be using and how to use them and stuff. Like even to me, it's a bit like, Ooh, this, this seems like a big topic that I'm not really sure about. I don't know how it works. Um, so if you're, if you're happy to, to share some of your insights into it, I think that would be great. And with your top five tips as well, I don't know whether if, if we've naturally covered any of those as we've, as we've been discussing. Um, well, we can, if- well, we can, we can come back to that. And what you could do is you could put timestamps in your, in your video uh, which is a little tip for you, which mm. we can talk about. Bonus but, um, tip, love it. Bonus tip. So basically, the best way to look at keywords is you need you need an understanding of your 
audience for a start. So we're looking at, say, for example, let's pick another subject. Here's another fun one. Let's pick another subject, Alex. I'll let you pick this one. Uh, okay. Uh, what about like... Just to show that it's not scripted. <laughs> the, uh, I'll just caveat this, this by saying this is not something I searched for. I don't know why it's appeared in my head, but what about like okay. makeup tutorials? Because there's a lot makeup of that on YouTube, isn't there? Like make, makeup there's and there's so many makeup tutorials. And as you can tell, I watch a lot. Um, you know, um, I would highly recommend if you're not watching this podcast to watch it and, and see Lee's wonderfully groomed face. He's done a much better so, job than I have. <laughs> thank you very much. I think this is, the, uh, this is the Corona beard I'm calling at the moment. I love it. Um, so... Okay, so makeup tutorials. You need an understanding of your audience. So, say for example, you're again. I don't. I don't really use makeup, but it's it's easy. What you could do is you go on YouTube, see what type of videos are out there. Okay, see if there's anything that you do with your routine that no one else is doing, and then you talk about that. Um, in terms of keywords, there's plenty of sites out there. You've got Uber Suggest, which is a fantastic one to check out, um, or Answer the Public. And they're really easy to use. With Answer the Public, you simply put the keyword in and it gives you a ton of suggestions and a ton of, which is the important thing, phrases. So, for example, you could put makeup tutorials in Uber Suggest and it comes up with um, how to apply mascara or you how to apply lipstick or anything like that. And then what you want to do is you want to create a video, pick a subject. Let's say it's how to apply mascara. Okay, that stuff freaks me out. I don't. My wife puts it on. Uh, puts it on. Same. And I, I, it makes my eyes itch. It's. I don't know how. I've had it done to me a couple of times when yeah. I was in. When I was in, um, uh, like as an, an extra and some things, and it, it just made me cry. Um, the application process to me just looks like a horror film. Like you know, getting it in there in, in your eye, but something coming at your eye like that. I just no, nah, I can't do it. Nah, so fair. we digress. So. Uh, <laughs> Look at look at the the keywords uh, that Uber suggests throwing at you, or the likes of Answer the Public, or set up a, an AdWords account, and you've got access to the keyword planner. That's really important. And then what you want to do is, if you're creating a video on how to apply mascara, in the keywords you add how to apply mascara, and then you put a mascara tutorial or mascara application, and you throw as many different phrases to do with that subject in it that you can. And it's very easy to do. So, uh, again, like I said, how to apply mascara, put a comma in or press enter and that'll put that phrase in. And what will happen is you've got 500 characters to work with. That means you've got 500 characters to use to try and get people to look at your video. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, or five things. And then what you could do is once you're in that video, you could put in the, um, put in the title, five things you didn't know about applying mascara. So people are going to look at it and go, oh, do you know what? I, I didn't know how to do it that way again i don't know how to apply mascara i don't know if there are five things five different ways i'm doing it but you know we're willing to learn so we're willing to learn is is this um how does this work then with like the title of the video and and the thumbnail as well because they're things that i've seen that people seem to be to, to place a lot of emphasis on is it important to kind of balance the two or is like one weighted more than the other or how does it work? So, so the thumb, so the, 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 you've got three things to work with here. You've got the thumbnail, you've got the title, and you've got the description. Now, with the description, the first line, you've got maybe a line and a half, maybe even less, depending on what uh, browser you're looking at. So, not browser, what um, you, you're looking on your phone or you're looking on, on a desktop. Um, with the thumbnail, I, th- I look at it as in like, you see the image, you're like, okay, that looks interesting. That's already caught my image. And then what you do is, um, you add some content in that image to give people an idea 
of what the what the video is about. So let's change subject to something that I'm, I know about here. Let's talk about like, say like beard grooming. Okay. So you've got a guy with a big beard and he's curling his mustache, right? Like, like this, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I need some mustache wax, right? So there might be an image and he's got a guy with a beard with an image and he's holding mustache wax. And there might be like a big X through the image going, don't do this. And that could be your, your image. So it's like, don't do this. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Then I'll look at the title and then it could say, top five grooming tips for beards or mm -hmm. don't do this when you're grooming your beard. Now I noticed both times I said they're grooming your beard. They're the mm. keywords that you want to get in. And then in the description, in the first line, you want to also get those keywords in. So if it's about grooming your beard, you want to get in the description. This is how, this is the best way to add mustache wax when you are grooming your beard. So you've got um, two two ways of the search engine finding your video through the content that you've written. So in the title and the description, but the, the thumbnail is basically to capture people's attention. So if you can use Photoshop or there's a great free Photoshop alternative called GIMP, you give that a go, have a look. It's easy to use uh, and just have a go at creating, creating some YouTube thumbnails. They, they are very important. I think if you're going to click on, you're going to click on quite a slick YouTube, uh, sorry, quite a slick thumbnail rather than someone that's been taking a photo with a microwave. Yeah, totally. I love, I love them for it. My, I, I've always been saying toaster or potato. I haven't had a microwave before. Well, there, there you go. Microwave. I like that one. There you go. Yeah, um, that's it. Yeah, I, it's, it definitely seems like it's a, uh, not so much a balancing act. I, I guess so. It's kind of like, like you say, it's like, a three-part checklist, isn't it? You want to be ticking all three boxes of like the title, the description, which includes the keywords and the and the thumbnail. I, I, I've certainly seen. Um, I suppose everyone's going to be different, but I think most people would say that if they saw a thumbnail which made the video look cheap, rushed, uh, low quality, cobbled together, or whatever it is, obviously it's going to make them less inclined to to click through sure. and, and find out because it's representative of the the final thing. I mean. For sure, I've seen videos where they haven't had like amazing thumbnails or or whatever, or, or maybe they've literally just taken a still from the video and it, and it looks great. But it's definitely the ones that have captured my sense of intrigue, which have which has ultimately led me to to click through and to find out. And I think that there's definitely the trend these days does seem to be that thing of like. Um, quantifying what's in the video so if it like having that kind of listy approach so like like you sure. say five things that xyz because then people know okay he's only going to cover five things i can see that the video is 10 minutes long that is a, a i am willing to dedicate 10 minutes of my time to watch that sure um which sure. i think is quite important and then yeah the sort of i wouldn't say clickbaity but like if you go too far with it it can be the it can be clickbaity but ultimately you're just capturing people's curiosity aren't you that's the sure and, the it's, and it's important it's important exactly and you you mentioned clickbait there it's important not to lie in your thumbnail because mm. you've once you get into we won't get into it now but once you start looking at the analytics the, um there might be like a watch rate it might be only 10 seconds long it might be 30 seconds and then everybody's leaving your video because you've lied in the thumbnail and yeah. then basically what will happen is because you've lied and people are bouncing off your video, YouTube goes, uh, 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 right, that's it, you, you're done. We're, we're taking that video. Um, one, one thing I would touch on as well is 
get as much, uh, like you mentioned there, like talking about things in the video, uh, use timestamps, get as much content as you can into the description as well. That's yeah. a key tip for you. Get as much content. So if we're talking again, we're talking about beard grooming. So like we say, like how to comb your beard, how to make it look straight. And then you could have timestamps within those. But again, they're keywords that you could use. Um, one thing that Google has started experimenting with now is they're putting actual timestamps in the Google SERPs, which is a results yeah. pages. So which is really great. So for example, if you've got a 10 minute video on how to groom your beard, that's basically quite oh, quite an overview. But if you've got in that section, there's 30 seconds that says how to straighten your mustache or curl your mustache, you put that in a timestamp, that will show up in Google. Yeah. So use your timestamps. Um, one thing I'd also say is uh, we touched on like putting put videos out there. Put Join the conversation to put as many videos out as you can. Make sure you, the, the quality as well. But I always, uh, I'm a bit of a nerd. I always attribute um, Google very similar and YouTube very similar to the Eye of Sauron. So in Lord of the Rings, um, when it's not looking at you, it doesn't, doesn't know you're there. But as soon as you start making a bit of noise and start putting out more videos, it's looking at you. So therefore, it's interested in you and it's going to start pushing you up in the rankings because you are consistently pushing out videos there. So make sure that you, you can't just put one video out and expect, oh, I'm going to just sit back and I'm going to earn loads of money from YouTube here. It doesn't really work like that. You're looking at about three to six months at least of consistent quality putting out content before you start getting noticed. Yeah, definitely. I'll, that's uh, that's great. I love that. By the by the way, the Eye of Sauron. That's fantastic. Um, I tried I tried to make that joke with somebody or that analogy. Um, I've got loads of them. I've got like the Zelda analogy, which I talk about in work. But we've got. I tried to make that Eye of Sauron um, analogy with someone who was quite big in marketing. I won't say who, and they're like, oh, "I've never seen Lord of the Rings." So I was like, ah. "That's disappointing." I was going to say, wanna, you, you, "I don't want to deal with you anymore." <laughs> <laughs> now you've learned that you need like a different. Um, a different genre like metaphor for each person like oh they didn't get the sour it, yeah. i've got something else for you <laughs> well uh, well i had i had to default to a spotlight Let's call it a spotlight i see so, yeah yeah there we go so for anyone who hasn't seen lord of the rings yeah it's a spotlight yeah <laughs> a spotlight yeah eventually once google looks at you you're in its eyesight there and basically once you keep creating decent content it'll keep you in its eyesight and therefore yeah. help you that's one of the things i think that people think that I mean, this this is a this is an anecdote. This is what I, what I've thought that YouTube seems very complicated in the sense of you know, like again, back in the day, you were just there was no no such thing as the algorithm. Really, it was just like you upload a video, you 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 go on, you subscribe to people's channels, you see them in like a linear timeline, you know, like Facebook used to be, and that was kind of it. But th- things have changed now. You know, the the inner workings are, are that intricate and are getting increasingly more intelligent in terms of knowing what people are going to um, be interested in, what they're going to look for next, what things they might not have watched before, but they might find interesting. Um, and I think that can put people off getting started. But I think like some of the, the tips and the kind of best practices that you've shared there make it seem a lot more accessible because really we're, we're, we're only talking about doing the same fundamental things as you would for anything excuse me anything else that you would in marketing so you know like showing up regularly and joining the conversation sure. making sure that your content is of a certain quality um doesn't have to be like you say spielberg levels but certainly something that is like representative of uh of the level of quality that's in your business as a whole uh and then just kind of ticking the boxes in terms of the 
uh, keywords and the titles and stuff. And once you lay them out, it seems less daunting. Like that's the impression I've got now. It's like, actually, you know, it seemed like this thing, which was like, how do you crack YouTube? How do you get into that? Is it like impossible? But actually, it's... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was was just going to say, actually, it, it seems like it just takes a bit of, yeah, you, you, like you say, you just list the best practices and you, you adhere to them as much as you can and keep up with yeah. it and then you're on your way. Well, that's it. And, and I suppose the thing is as well, like, I, again, I've been lucky enough to be allowed to fail. Uh, not all the videos that we put out really land really well. Like, luckily enough, there's usually a minimum of just around 10,000 views or something like that, or, you know, maybe just under, luckily enough, we've got the channel to a place where we are being, uh, being recognized and, and recommended, but just, um, it's not daunting. If, if I, if I knew how to crack YouTube, I'd be a multimillionaire. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, there is no, there is no way to hack YouTube. There is no way to cheat YouTube. And anybody says that there is, they're, they're lying. There's, there's no way to do it. The only way is to do is to do well on YouTube is to consistently put the work in and consistently evolve and consistently learn. And that's it's it's something like these tips that I'm that I've given you now and everything I've talked about. Who knows? In two years' time, they might not be particularly relevant. I think they will be, but there might be some tips that have evolved. There might be different ways of keyword researching, or different ways, or, or thumbnails may have changed, or, or whatever. But the you know, the thing is just put it out con- consistently and, and don't think that you don't try and cheat the system. You've got to put the hard work in. Yeah. Totally. It's, not, it's not, it's not, it's not daunting. It's, it's not try. It's you just do it and just have a go. The keywords. And, and like you said, they're just, as long as you're joining the, joining a conversation, people will start noticing you and you'll be okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I love that. I think it's great. Um, and like, it's like anything, isn't it? Like you say, it's, not the only kind of constant is that everything's going to change and this you know it's youtube uh facebook instagram like the way it works the way to get the most out of it and the way people engage with it all of that is just a trend that changes over time so it's important that we like stay on top of it as best we can like it's 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 no one's ever going to be able to like you say cheat the system to to, to be you know 100 percent on top of it all the time and um when the trends change, they're immediately on top of it. This is something that we need to be kind of, it's like the ebb and flow, isn't it? You know, we need to um, sure. st- kind yeah. of stay with it and, and adapt as we go on. So treat it more as a, as a long-term thing, I guess. Definitely. And and don't think that, you know, just a, uh, a, I suppose the other thing is as well with YouTube, make sure you're always learning about the analytics, how people are finding your videos, which we could, we could talk about in another video. If you like Alex, we can talk about YouTube analytics, but um, learn YouTube analytics, learn how people are coming to your videos, finding your videos and why people are there. And then that will give you a steer of, of, of um, what to continue with YouTube. basically, yeah. and how, how, Sorry, how to continue with YouTube and what type of videos to make, what type of videos are interested. But the overall message is just get started. Just have a go. Just have a go. It's like getting on stage if you're a musician or getting behind the wheel, um, learning how to drive. You've got to take that first step. And once you do, it might suck for a bit. It might not be what you expected, but after a while you can make it what you want. Yeah, totally. Totally agree. Um, and I think, yeah, well, maybe we can cover analytics another time. I think that'd be really, really interesting for people if you're up for that. Um, you mentioned your five tips earlier, so I wonder sure. maybe maybe if we round up this this podcast with your uh, top five tips for for YouTube, if you wouldn't mind. Okay, me. so here are here are my top five tips. So basically, number one is answer a question. 
So you are on YouTube again, like I said, the most most popular things are product reviews, how-to guides, and blogs. Let's ignore the blogs for a bit because if you've not started YouTube, you're not famous yet, you can come back to blogs, okay? Uh, so answer a question. That could be how to fix something. It could be how to make something better, how to get a better sound out of something, how to apply mascara or how to uh, fix your beard, okay, or um, anything like that. So number one, answer a question. Number two, do your keyword research. Before I do any video or approve any video, um, I make sure that I do a lot of keyword research into figuring out um, what is going to get people what is going to get people to my video through search. So if it's a, a new product coming out, I need to do as many as much keyword research as I can around that product or that particular style of product. So that, for example, I'll give you an example. Uh, so we could look at ceramic plant pots. I've got one in front of me here. Okay, we could look at, um, we've got this new ceramic plant pot come out. Okay, let's have a look at keyword research. Like is ceramic plant pot, are ceramic plant pots good for outdoors or are they better for indoors? So do a bit of keyword research around that. Throw that in your descriptions and, and in your meta tags and stuff. Cool. Um, number three, create series videos. Mm. So if you find a video does particularly well, say for example on... Uh, like we'll talk about rally again. You mentioned rally. You find one of your videos does particularly well on rally. Okay, it's, that could be. Uh, give me a subject on rally, Alex. Like a like, like a sub thing. Like a sub thing. So we go. Uh, rally crashes, maybe. Or? Rally crashes. Okay, yeah. cool. Rally crashes. Okay, so you've done a video on rally crashes, and then you could do another video on uh, the drivers had the most rally crashes top five drivers who've had the most rally crashes. And then basically what you do is you get yourself in. We've all been down this YouTube rabbit hole. You start watching one video on how to fix a plug. Four hours later, you're watching the scene from Monty Python where the rabbit rips out the guy's throat. And you don't know how you got there, but you got there because of recommended videos. Somehow that's connected somehow. So you do a YouTube video on rally drive, rally crashes. You do, you could do another video on the top five, uh, top five, drivers who've crashed the most okay and then you link to that video in the description and in the end screen and nine times out of ten youtube will recommend that video to people mm. uh but based because they've watched your video it's it's you've created a series so that's tip number three mm. tip number four after you've put the videos out analyze what part of your video has done particularly well now you can go into the youtube analytics again we can talk about this on another video but you can go into youtube analytics and you can see what type, what part of your video has been watched the most. So say, for example, you've got a three minute video, but somewhere in the two minute, three minute remark, there's like that part of the video gets watched the most. You'll see like an upwards point in the graph, that part gets watched the most. And that might be, uh, say for example, in the, in the, the rally crash, you may have mentioned something about tires or a steering wheel or something like that. So people keep watching that. There's, there's like a, an idea for a snippet mm -hmm. of, Oh, well, okay, they keep watching this part about tires. Maybe I should do a video on tires. You could look at that. Cool, so that's nice. so analyze what part of the video is working. And obviously, if they're dropping off after 20 seconds, maybe your intro is too long, maybe you're too boring. Mm. You know, it's I don't mean any offense by that, but it's again, the video isn't about you, it's about the subject. Totally. Uh, and finally, number five is don't get disheartened, keep putting content out there, keep learning, keep trying. And it's not like you're going to throw one video out there and all of a sudden you're going to be a million. Like I've been in this game for a few years 
And luckily with, again, with the fantastic team that I've got and the fantastic mentors that I've had who I work under underneath and, and work underneath now, um, they've given me the opportunity to basically grow the channel. However, uh, I work hard at growing the channel with, with, with people like yourselves. Um, doesn't mean every video hits, doesn't mean every video does well, but there will be some of those videos out there. Like you said, some of the top videos we've got, I've got millions of views or close to 2 million views. Um, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Don't get disheartened. Just get stuck in and give it a go. Yeah, love it. Love those tips, Lee. And uh, I think that last one is particularly good because um, I, I've I've certainly seen that as well, like with, with our channel on PMT, but also with plenty of other people as well who... Um, you know, maybe you've stumbled on their channel, you've been following them for a little bit and you've seen like their most popular videos, but then, you know, you go on their channel, you have a look at um, the, the back catalogue, as it were, and you actually discover that, yeah, like you said, not every video hits. It's no. it's up and down all the time. There's very few people who it's always just massive, you know, popularity all the time. But I think that like a lot of people default to comparing themselves to that. Um, but we yeah, you, should, you should never compare yourself to anybody in anything. You should compare yourself to you yesterday. Yeah. Did you do better than you yesterday? To yeah. quote, um, to quote uh, somebody who I particularly enjoy reading. Um, yeah, quote, um, compare yourself to compared to you to you to you yesterday. Don't compare yeah. yourself to anybody else because they're on their own journey. You're on yours. Yeah, totally. Little bonus bit. tip though, little bonus tip for you, Alex. I hope oh. you're going to put the time st- timestamps in your YouTube video on this. Uh, uh, I've made a note video. too. I definitely will, yeah. There you go. Well, I hope that's helped. No, t- totally, mate. Um, it, I think there's there's heaps of, of really in, interesting and useful information for people there. Um, and I hope that we've debunked some of these myths and perhaps uh, the ways that people get quite apprehensive to to start in YouTube and, and to getting on there. I mean, I certainly feel a bit more ready to, uh, to put a, a, a bit more effort into it because I know that it, like you say, maybe it won't pay off straight away. You know, it's, but it's like any, like anything else you, you want. It's very few things that you see immediate results. It takes, uh, exactly. It's like going to the gym for two days and thinking you're going to have a six pack. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, I think there's heaps in there, mate. Thank you very much indeed for for your time. Where can people go to um, t- with regards a- anything with keeping in, in touch with you and the channel and, and and stuff like that? Where where would you direct people? So at the moment, I don't have any any personal um, personal channels or anything like that. But if uh, you want to see the type of stuff that we put out, PMTV UK on YouTube is is uh, I kind of help guide the ship there whereas all you you guys do all the hard work but i help guide the ship there yeah. so if you want to if you want to look at that, that that's kind of get an idea of the type of content that we put out and the kind of content that i oversee uh but yeah that's that yeah. excellent yeah and I, I would definitely not say that we're the only ones who do the hard work for sure i mean and, and you, you've helped demonstrate that today in this conversation you know that your, your part of your role is to do everything beyond the, the actual video i guess which is which is a massively important part it's it's as important as making the content itself you know making it work on a platform like youtube so um and i think testament to that is to pr- to bring things full circle is some of them statistics i shared earlier you know some of the uh the the way that you've you've helped to grow the channel and to to get more eyes on our stuff and to uh 
entertain people and help them out with problems that they're having is uh yeah it's 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 mint it's it's great it's so it's it's it's, it's like all about say, add, it's all about adding value that's, exactly that's basically what it comes down to yeah yeah fantastic yeah. Awesome. awesome thank you so much for your time lee this has been excellent i hope people have found it useful i'm sure they will have done and yeah it would be wonderful to have you on the show again sometime and maybe delve into some analytics or whatever else we decide to talk about um sure. maybe no by problem. then we'll be into our makeup tutorials and stuff who knows maybe i think i might go and start one yeah <laughs> i'm kind See of intrigued now <laughs> that's it how to su- how to survive putting mascara on <laughs> exactly yeah yeah there must be something out there and if not then yeah. maybe we should create <laughs> There you go. Yeah, there's our niche. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks so much, Lee. I'll speak to you next time. No We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grow Your Business with Video podcast and that you're ready to take another step towards creating truly effective video. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And leave us a review so that we can help even more people. For everything else, you can find us at artifactmedia.co.uk. Thanks for listening. See you next time.